You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. Got to play the camp is here. Camp is here. Kate winner of I don't even know what bracket it was. Oh, I, I I've been so busy. Who the fuck? I don't know. I've been so busy with work. I haven't even really kept up with it. But let's let's get. Can we give some? Appreciation to my my dog, that boy Wolf Ryan. Oh, crowned Saints Twitter, <laughs> Saints Twitter King. How how's it feel, man? No, oh. Bar- bargain being Rick oh, Ross in this bitch. Let's go. Bargain being Rick Ross, boy. I was dead, but <laughs> that's probably the best thing to come out this whole motherfucking dog. Man, that dude was cutting me up, man. He blocked. He been blocked, but whatever he is, he was been cutting my ass like, <laughs> I love. I almost unblocked him just because of that. I was like, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say about. It. Like every every sex said it perfectly. It's like that whole Twitter bracket thing is like just something you just can't explain to a normal person. It's no, like, bro, can't do it. <laughs> Can't do what it. the fuck are you supposed to say? Like any anything that just looks like just like our shout out to our dude Evan Sachs. Just like he tweeted last night, like last night in, in Twitter, say Twitter history, like you can't you can't explain that. You can't explain that to like a normal person, bro. Like <laughs> can't, can't do it, bro. Can't, can't do, do it, it man. It's, it's the weirdness of, of the Saints Twitterverse, bro. But it, you know, it was fun, man. That shit was fun. You know, I don't. I don't really like popularity contests. And just takes me back to like fucking. I don't know, yep. junior high or some yep. shit. Like I'm like, Ugh. yep. Ugh. But you know, it was fun. Everybody got jokes. You know, something for the TL. Bored out here. You know, Saints ain't signing no damn body. Nobody. Just something to pass the time. <laughs> but look, I take my W. Fuck it, I take my W. Yo, I love it. Put you know? put the crown 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 this man. Put it on. Put it on your head. Underdog, you know, shout out to Nader. You know what I'm saying? That boy is a hustler, bona fide. You know, bona fide hustler. Been out here. You know, 
But hey, I got my squad. You know what I'm saying? We came through. Had 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 to rally them up. Had to get the people got the movement going. You know. So, uh, I, yeah. I apologize. I apologize that I didn't participate. Couldn't vote for you, but as goddamn cool. Goddamn wholesome. My good, my good friend and host of the fucking pod couldn't get a vote. Can't, couldn't vote, couldn't vote. But I did my part. I, I, you know what? I had a super shitty day at work yesterday, Monday, and I, I got off work and I saw what was going on Twitter. I said, you know, don't, don't like the way these polls going. Don't, didn't like it. Didn't like it, Ryan. And huh. you know what happened? The melon balance came in this morning. Huh. Got that, got that push. You know, I you know I just spread it, just spread it some things on the timeline that were hundred percent true, and then people did. <laughs> people did, <laughs> just people just did what they did with it. So um, yeah, it was. I went, I went to sleep last night. I was down. I was like down yo, about 500, 500 votes. I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, remind, it was a nice remind, little run. Reminds me of election day, bro. I went to bed at like seven thirty. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this nigga about to do it again. What? I was like, wow, Trump about to win this motherfucker. I, I couldn't do it, Ryan. I, I said, you know, I'm going to bed. I, I was in, I was asleep by like 7, 7.30, bruh. I woke up and was checking the timeline and people was all hype. I was like, what, what the hell did I miss? <laughs> oh, that shit was funny, bro. That was some funny shit. Yeah. But, you know. And, shout, out and, to, shout out to Joe Horn phone. <laughs> and, and this is, you know, this is this is the hashtag Saints Twitter podcast, and man, that's what makes our fan base like you. You you're not going to any sporting fan base. I don't care football. You you think so? You think people in and and baseball having fun like this? Like they they can't uh. be they can't be awake during an actual baseball game. Like <laughs> there's no. So. <laughs> the biggest of seeds. No other fan base, you know, in any sport. I'll put us against any sport, regardless of, you know, there's there's infighting, there's our little civil wars, whatever, the people who don't like each other. But I mean, we family to a degree. Some some people fuck them, but like, you know, for the most part, you know, we're family and like we, we have fun, right? That's 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 what we do. And so it was. It was it was entertaining last night, bro. I was just joked, joked out, joked. You know, you know, I was thinking about it, though. You know what I love about uh, Saints Twitter, man? It's like our own little ecosystem. Yeah. Like if, like we could survive just with Saints Twitter. That's it, bro. Like, if, like, if, like, isn't that if, wild? Like, if, if, like we were all like our own little fucking town, like we got you know Nola hat plug. She gonna take care of our gear. We got chefs. You know what I'm saying? Chef Rachel and Chef uh, Dominique. We got all kinds of chefs and shit. We got, you know, we got uh, philanthropy, like with Allen and all them. We got people that's been served in the military. We got, we got, we got military. We got the Navy. We got my, my man Evan Sachs got the got the gifts and the in the in the, in the um, you know, just B- video editing, video editing and shit, podcast. Host. We got like fifty. Fifty thousand podcasts, so like <laughs> Plenty of them you know motherfuckers, like, including including us, including us, man. We got football savants. We got everybody, like you name it, man. Like 
Like, man, we got our own little. We got, we got Jerry. Uh, shout out. I don't know if you follow him, Jerry. Jerry Wiley. Fucking. I don't know if he's still a cop, but you know, we got the popos. If we like, come on. <laughs> just, I just. I mean, we, we don't need lawyers. a lot. We don't need a we lot. Lawyers, we just need, we got lawyers. We, and just, shit. We, got we just need one. We just need one cop. We don't need. We don't need a lot. Just, just, just need one. <laughs> Medicaid trail, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. It just it's you're right, man. It's funny you say that because like I haven't even, even thought about that. We got can I can I say this on the, on the podcast? We got some thoughts. No, no shame in that at all. Like ain't no, no shame. Ain't no shame. Get go get what's yours, get what's the get is good. Like we you right, bro. You right. Act, you know, activists, political activists, you name it, man. We got it all, bro. We do, man. It's I love it's it. um I guess I guess we should talk about the Saints, even though it's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about since our last episode. Uh, I mean, shit, ain't nothing to talk about. Uh, Marcus like signed his his tender, so I guess he's on the books for ten million. I know they're still look, working on a long term deal. Um, hashtag, you know, Alex Armahive, like he out you assembled. Let's go. Sir, yes, sir. I better know his name. Speaking Ryan, I don't. Ryan, I'm got. I got nothing else to talk. <laughs> <laughs> they they want to bring back our bring back the dude Nick Easton <laughs> at a lesser number. <laughs> I mean, I I've done some deals. You know. I I've done some. You know, you know me. You know, you know. You've always said like this is obviously pre pre COVID, but like I should have started up a YouTube channel and do like, you know, thrifty shopping, you know, how, how men like, you know, can get good deals, you know, shopped and thrifty, which is my specialty, by the way. Um, and, and look good doing it. Like you don't look like fucking trash. Like you look good. Yo, I'm a thrifty shopper, especially like dress clothes and, and, and office clothing and shit like that. I have no idea. I, I, I know what the saints are doing. And, um, I know you listen to the Mickey, the Nick, the Mickey Loomis pod, podcast he he did that he was a, yeah. a guest on, and let's let's just be real, bro. Like, ain't, ain't, ain't no money, like no stimmy, no stimmies in the books. For, for... <laughs> oh, remind me of the the, the Kanye skit. Oh, <laughs> um, like you know, like Chappelle said, I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. You like, got no money, it, bro. Like, it, it's funny because like every like I didn't have a whole bunch of hopes in free agency, but I had my couple. And then like every like day date, you know, next day passes. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Kerry <laughs> Hyder got signed today by the Seahawks. Uh, Jared Jared Everett also a Seahawk now. Like I, I just I just give up, bro. <laughs> and people are like, hey. You know, we could maybe we could bring Janoris Jenkins back set a look back at a lower number. Nope. <laughs> Janoris got paid late two days later. He was I out mean, he re, Jack Rabbit rebounded. I mean, he went from getting cut by the Giants, like literally released, you yes. know what I'm saying? During the season. So, you know, hey, hey, you know, he getting paid. Props to him. You know what I'm saying? He put you, the tape out. You know what's real funny is like I was gonna tweet a couple of days ago. I was like, damn, I wonder what like we should we bring Eli Apple back? Can't even bring Eli Apple back no hey, more, Ryan. Bro, I, I swear to God, I thought the same thing. I saw him this morning. Get signed. Who did get signed? Bengals? The Bengals, yeah. I was like, ain't that a bitch? 
Like, we can hear get Eli out here, man. <laughs> we don't got you got Eli money. No, we we don't got no Eli money, bro. We got Eli money, bro. Because that would have been a nice little signing. I'm not saying he would have been great, but he's started. He started at you know left cornerback. You know what I'm saying? Which is what we need. So you know. And I think I, I do think at some point when like the market been shopping, like it's kind of crazy too. Like we're talking about the Saints. There are still free, like T.Y. Hilton's like a free yeah. agent still. Like Sammy Watkins. players out there, bro. Yeah, man. Like Melvin Ingram, still a free agent. So as the market, and it's like the market's already done cooled down tremendously, but the market will cool down even more so. But like, again, this is not the same Saints team. Like in the past, you could say like, yo, you you know, you've seen what we've done in the playoffs. We're close. We got Drew, like be that missing piece. Come join us. You know, go get chase the championship. Yeah. Are you, can that yeah. really be your pitch when you got, when you're going to be starting Jameis? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You got Jameis or Taysom, baby. You know, <laughs> Jameis or Taysom, you be battle. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, if you, you know, if you on the edge of your career, you know, and uh, James Winston, he had a, you know, he had a little press conference today, you know, just talking about, you know, just where he's at, a little checkup or whatever, and he had real nice things to say about Drew Brees, he got kind of emotional talking about, uh, you know, just watching Drew Brees over this last year and learning from him and how he always dreamed of just play, you know, just be around Drew and all that stuff, which I think is, he's, you know, he sounded pretty sincere about it. Um, and, you know, he sounded like a dude that's, you know, like he feels like he's about to start, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he said something that just kind of occurred to me. He was just like, he got to throw a pass in the playoff game. I was like, damn, that is crazy. He never threw a pass that's in the right, playoff man. game until that, until that one. Uh, that and didn't play. they get called back? No, oh, that's a touchdown. No, that's that a was a touchdown yeah. to, to Traquan against the Bucks. Traquan, right, right, right. So you know, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what you know how the offseason plays out. But it's like I, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a betting person. I don't, I don't like betting because like you can fucking put money on fucking Jameis, and then God forbid something happens in training camp, and boom, we fucking all out of money. But like, if I was a betting person, I, I would put everything on Jameis being the starter, like. Yeah, everything. Like, I everything. just see it. I see it. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, Ian Rappaport kind of reported something I think today that essentially, like, you know, Jameis pretty much has the inside, you know, inside track of being the starter. Which, you know, Taysom had what his four starts, and we saw what mm-hmm. he did. Like, even if you throw out the Denver game, those three starts we saw, and all right, like, didn't work. Like, all right, buddy. Well, I mean, like, he won. He did win. You know, he won yes. those games. And but you know, it's like, okay, is this something we could build around and go forward with? You know, I mean, you could do worse. You could do a lot worse than Taysom as a backup. You know, what I'm saying, like, if it's a backup as a starter, I mean, you got somebody that's on a team that has thrown for five thousand yards, has thrown for thirty plus touchdowns, has been a you know a decorated passer in college and in the NFL. You know, say what you want about him, but the dude can throw the fucking ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Taysom is a developmental thrower of the football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whereas Jameis Winston is not. There's no development as far as him throwing football, throwing the football. You know what I'm saying? So 
to me, it's not really much of a competition. It's like, okay, like Sean Payton could call it a competition, and I understand he has to, but it's 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 Jameis's jobs to lose. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a competition in like quotes, right? And no coach would like uh, no coach says so and so is the quarterback going in unless it's like a you know super franchise quarterback like we have right. Brees. You know what I'm saying? So you know because Taysom I mean, he's getting five point what five point five billion or whatever. Yeah, something like so that. of course you, of course you're not gonna say yeah he's the starter because if Tarpey said that then the agent be like hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, we we need to re look at look at that contract again, like <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. So. I just I think the thing that's I, I mean, unless they feel the the cornerback two position or whatever, I think just we need to prepare. And it, this is when fun happens. Like it it is likely to be a down year for the Saints. There's, you know, expectations are not going to be through the roof. Um, but it's, it's like, because the way I'm thinking about it is they're in a position where they have so many holes, not so many, but they have holes. But in the draft, for instance, they may have, like, if they haven't fixed that cornerback position by come draft come, like, it's not like you could use in theory – we know they don't like the drive right, right receiver, but let's say this was the year they, they fell in love with the right receiver. Rondo Moore, right? Maybe yeah. it gives them some Brandon Cook vibes. I don't know, whatever. And they wanted to draft him at 28, but they still have that glaring need at corner. Like history tells you that the way the Saints operate, that corner would get the nudge over yeah. like a skill position player. So yeah. unless that that number two corner position is field. Maybe that's Richard Sherman. I don't know. Like, I just feel like in the draft, they're not going to be addressing, they're not going to be adding talent to the team where it's more of like a want or best position. It's uh-huh. like, we we're adding talent because we have to fill in these holes that we lost because of the cap situation. Uh-huh. And usually, you know, that's not a situation we want to be in, you know, usually Saints operate as fit, you know, they go, we're going to off season with, uh, you know, musts, uh, you know, wants and needs, you know what I'm saying? And they try to fill those musts in free agency, maybe a few wants, and then just take care of the draft after that. I mean, they, they try to fill those musts and needs, hopefully in free agency, and then try to just, you know, play the board in the, in the draft. But right now it's like <laughs> we we gonna need musts, needs, and wants <laughs> all in the draft. So you know it could be one of those things, one of those years, kind of like uh you know Eric McCoy where they like they just needed a center. Yeah, and they just went and got the highest rated center. They wasn't playing around, waiting until the third round or nothing like that. They just went and got him, and it could be like that at corner. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, you know Richard Sermon. There was that report out there, so. He could be in the mix at some point, but even then, it's like I'd still draft the corner. I'm not saying first round, but I'd still. Oh yeah, I'd still be looking to get at least a you know a um a, a quality early, yeah early round for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we'll see, but that's a that's a big spot, man. Like even with Marshall, even though like even though the secondary most for the most part looks fine, 
you know, you still got CD Deuce, you got, you know, uh, you got Marcus Williams, you got, you know, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, PJ Williams, they, they brought him back early. Oh, that's right, P, PJ back. Big, yeah. big, Pete Tizzle, Pete Tizzle, baby. Bro, when, when I saw that he was going on year seven in the league. That's crazy. I felt old as fuck. Well, I got less the power, you know? So he was drafted in the round three. So first of all, his, his first contract was four years. And so the Saints have brought him back on three times on one-year deals. Listen, it's like taking, man. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's done, man. They got a particular set of skills, and, you know. Get, get that, that. That, that, that matters. I don't care. I mean, how many times does PJ Williams come on the field, you know, and just gave us some snaps? You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit. <laughs> yes, it, it does. He, he's a good depth, uh, depth in the secondary. Like, if he's out. On, on the boundary, and he's covering uh, Calvin Ridley. Oh. <laughs> and, and for some reason, it's going to happen. Like, I don't 100%. care how much. I don't care who's playing in front of him, but as some reason, PJ Williams going to ride up on Calvin Ridley. Like, they're just going to have like two or three injuries that just happen out of nowhere. And here come PJ Williams. It's like, fuck. He's so right, bro. He's so, he's so right. It's going to happen, man. Um, it, it's just so, it's so, I guess, interesting, you know, to see what, how this team is going to be constructed. Because, I mean, obviously they're going to add talent in the draft. At some point, I expect them to add talent in free agency. We'll, we'll see when. But it's just, it's fascinating as a fan, you know, come going into like what, potentially is going to be a transitional year to see how how things are going to look. Oh, man. It's, it, I mean, this is, you know, lar- largely due to the pandemic, but also, you know, just how the Saints have approached the salary cap, you know, for the past 15 years. This is like, you know, something we, we were going to deal with at some point, you know, but the pandemic obviously made it worse because, you know, like Mickey Loomis was talking about, he was like, it's not like we can't forecast these things ahead. They plan, they they made they map, they project the cap out two or three years and try to, you know, map out situations how they're gonna play out. But you know, how can you predict the pandemic? You know, you, they sitting there January last year, they had no idea that this was gonna arise. And they're right. thinking they were gonna have 20, 30 million more than they already had, you know. And though that 20, 30 million might not seem like much, but that's more than what they have now. So if you think about all the moves they made. You know, that's, a, you know, that's maybe that's keeping Emmanuel Sanders or maybe that's keeping Jack Rabbit or maybe that's, you know, that's maybe that's signing one or two, you know, bargain, you know, bargain basket players. You know what I'm saying? So it's just we we got pushed. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, being somebody that, you know, say you're just a regular person and, you know, you just you lose your job. You know what I'm saying? You lose your job. It's just that income isn't coming in. So it just changes the whole game. It does. So it does, man. It's just how it played out for the Saints. So it's just going to be one of them years where, luckily, the, the the core talent is still there, but you know you can only survive so much on that core talent. Um, it's just going to be one of those years where it's just kind of it's going to be like you say, man. It's a chance for fun. Like think about like 2017, how you know 
we were just pretty like how we felt after that New England game. And it was oh, like, bro, like here we go again. And then they just turned it around and just ripped off a shitload of wins. And the defense was, you know, defense was making a oh, stand. And oh, man. you know, it, it was just fun. Like even though we lost, you know, Minnesota Miracle and that sucked and all that, but it was like it was a fun season. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't look back on that season with heartbreak. I just like man, that was that was a fun little season we had right there because nobody expected it. You know, after the start we had, we just coming off three seasons of seven and nine. We were just happy to win, you know, 10, 11 games that year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe it'll be something like that. Who knows? It could be. We don't know. But we don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just having that unexpected. Whereas, like, the last couple years, it's been like, we didn't even give a fuck if we won 13 games. It's like, oh, yeah, they won 13. Great. Big deal. What would he do, motherfucker? What are you going to do in the playoffs, Saints? Exactly. <laughs> that's but that was it, that, like that's real talk though, bro. <laughs> you ain't give a shit. Done, bro. Thirteen game. Whoop de do. And and <laughs> um, are you are you surprised that um? And it, it, I know I know you've said it before. You just really fucking hate how the Saints operate when in terms of extending players. But are you surprised that oh. Ramchek um, or Marshawn, either one, haven't been um, haven't been signed to extensions yet? I, I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but just it's just like like you said, man. It's like I don't know why they operate like this, like. Uh, my what's my dude's name? Tre'Davious White. Like when he he signed his extension, what last year, year before last? It was the Bills. Like yeah, I think it was year, maybe. maybe during. I think maybe during. during the season. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, like, why can't we just take care of this? Like, okay, with Lattimore, maybe I can understand it because you know he's had his little slow starts every year. You kind of wonder about you know work ethic and all that stuff. I, okay, I take it. You know, but like Ramchek, like Ramchek been rock solid like since yeah. week one of 2017. Since like that, that's, that should be an easy make him the highest paid right tackle he in the league. He should have been extended last year. He yes. should have been extended last year. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And they should know the number that he needs to be at and just get it done. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't know. It's like with their best players, but when it, with the players that they know are blue chip players, they just try to stretch this shit out, you know. But they'll give like motherfucking Julian Gallet or fucking I don't know. They, they'll pay a little motherfucker that's like questionable. But, but your your rock solid blue chips, they kind of play this hardball game where they like to kind of look, you know, with Jimmy Graham or whatever. They try to all arbitration mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. shit. Drew Brees and uh, you know, they, you know, my, well, I wouldn't say Mike Thomas to a certain extent, but they got a little dicey with Mike Thomas. Got a little yeah. dicey with Alvin Kamara. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't know why they approach it like that when so many teams, I mean, shit, look, the Chiefs locked up, you know, Patrick Mahomes so quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, just lock yeah, them up, you know? Like, you, ain't, you ain't going nowhere, nigga. Like, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Here you go. You know what I'm saying? And, and it works for the benefit because then you're able to control the player and you can able to, with the Saint, with the way the Saints know how to control the cap, you know, I mean, you lock up Ram check, I mean, his fucking – Salary cap probably wouldn't have been shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, it's just, I don't know. This is what we saw it with like with Card Knicks. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew Card Knicks was gonna be a big 
blockbuster deal. Like, why are you pay that man? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It just it's it's just how I don't know if it's I think it's a Mickey thing more than anything. Uh-huh. Like it's just uh-huh. like that's just been their mo for such a long period of time. Um, I mean, because I, I mean I don't I'm not a capologist, but I think even if they were able to get a deal with one of them right now. You know, I'm pretty sure the way that they would finagle it and, and structure it, like it would actually give them a whole hell of a, not a whole hell of a lot, but give them some cap relief where yeah. they could potentially get a, you know, get a free agent. And then it's, again, I'm just going through the list that Greg keeps updating. Like you said, man, like there's still talent like out there just chilling, big chilling. But, but from Loomis's, standpoint is they're not going to let the salary cap be the reason that they get pushed into doing a deal with either of those players like they like we always talked about Mickey Loomis and them they set that line they set that number that's it yep <laughs> like you either you either come to that number or you don't but this is the number and, it, and we will wait till the final day before we change our mind you know what I'm saying and that's kind of where they're at where I'm just like like man, we couldn't we couldn't have done this a little sooner because I mean, once you wait until this point, where you're in the fifth year option mode, mm-hmm. you just I mean, the play from the player standpoint, it's like shit. I may as well play this out then and just see right. what the, see, see what it's looking like next year. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> I mean, it just makes no difference to them. You know, at this point, uh, no, you know, but make, maybe make, maybe maybe yeah. in year three, in year three is different because they're on their rookie deal, they're looking to get paid, stuff like that. So that's when you really strike because then you can finally, you know, maybe you can get a little uh, hometown discount a little bit because they're looking to, you know, cash out. But it, that is what it is. Like you said, it's super, it's super annoying um, and everything. Uh, but we'll see. Like, you know, hopefully within like, you know, these upcoming weeks, we, you know, there is a deal that can be, that can be had with, with at least one of And obviously I think Ramcheck is more like, the easier, I would say, easier contract to, to negotiate. Right. Because um, he's going to be the highest paid tackle. E- at least, easy. At least higher paid left, left right tackle. At easy. Um, I could see potentially the Lattimore deal getting a little yeah, dicey in terms of what he wants to get paid compared to like what the Saints are going to put on the table. Like, I, I, I just know I could see that getting dicey. Um, but anything else, you know, I mean, we don't have a whole bunch to talk about Saints, Saints related. Um, like it's it like the NFL is, is a league that it's always fucking something. Like you got the whole shit going on with Deshaun Watson in Houston that's Man. taking a whole completely. I don't, I don't even want to talk about. It. I don't even feel comfortable talking about it because I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'll just say this: I, I'm not going to go into like the allegations and all that shit because we don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? We don't fucking know. But I just say it absolutely is is throwing a monkey wrench into the whole trade talk. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't do it. You just can't. Like no team can do a trade right now with that. They just can't. You know, regardless of you know what's true and what's not, because it's just hanging over your head. And from a Texas standpoint, you know, they don't know what's going on. They they've said they want to keep, you know, Deshaun and um, but they can't if if they were to trade him, they want they want King's ransom, they want 
you know, they want to get as much Everything. as possible. And they, and they can't get that right now because no team would be willing to give up as much when you don't know what's going to happen. Like, he could, you know, he could end up in jail. He could end up, you know, suspended for a long time. He could end up, you know, being an embarrassment to your franchise. You just don't know because now the league is investigating. Um, and as he's just, just, it's what, up to 12 now, 12, 12 allegations. So it's just like, ugh. Like, man, like, I don't, I don't know what to say. It's just like, 12, 22, I, I, I don't know. It was, it was 22 by like this, by Friday. So I don't, I don't know. Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown set out for a while just with that one civil lawsuit, you know, with the, those um, allegations. And, you know, that didn't even come to a conclusion. Uh, but, you know, he sat out there for a while until, you know, Tom Brady came and, you know, threw him a, threw him a leash. But, you know, with this, and this is a franchise quarterback, you know, this ain't no wide receiver. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, this is going to be one of those stories we're going to follow, like, all year. It's going to be one of those things where we're just kind of waiting, you know, the more details come. I, I, my only thing is – I. I'm just wondering from Deshaun's side, I just hadn't seen much fight back. I've seen a little, uh, you know, little excerpts from his lawyer or whatever, but I haven't seen that, you know, like the way, the way this other lawyer coming, the one that's getting all these, you know, that's filled in all these lawsuits, like he dropping, he, that motherfucker spitting, he dropping shit every day, like a mixtape, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he dropped a mixtape daily, like, I got another one, I got another one, I got another one. It's like, bro, like, you gonna respond to this? You killing your ass right now. Where, where the response this this track at? Like <laughs> he dropping this after this, man. <laughs> and it got people wondering. Now at first people were like, "Oh no, man, no, that's not showing." You know what I'm saying? But now people are like, "No, you know." So I don't know. It's ugly, man. I it's ugly. Exactly. It's ugly either way. Like whether it's true. It's terrible. It's false. It's terrible. It's just terrible. All around. All around. Um, anything else happening in the league? Can, we, can, I, can I speak on this real quick? Because I, I, I've, I've forgotten so much what's already happened, but some, some things are still a little funny to me. Can we talk about the Chargers who hit, the, hit gold and Justin Herbert who had one of the best rookie seasons of a quarterback I have seen in, in a long time. Just the balls, the throws, the athleticism, like completely blew everyone who saw him at Oregon away and watched him. They're like, who is this? Because <laughs> he was, this was not the same player we watched at Oregon. So as a front office, they, whatever, they, instead of going up with the offensive mind, they go with the defensive guy, with the defensive coordinator and, and Brandon Staley, and I, I, I just think my 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 mindset on defensive head coaches is like there are so few that make a monumental difference in the NFL from the head coach perspective. Like I, whatever. But anyway, they go to defense, and then even though I know he was injured a lot. And I know he was, you know, he was injured and, you know, his injuries, but you add Joe Lombardi as your offensive coordinator, Big Joe, Big and, Joe. Then you, and then you go on from Hunter, Hunter Henry 
to Jared Cook as tight end. Just saying. Stop. 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 He does make plays, but God damn, doesn't he let you down? Like you yes. you just gotta live with it. You gotta you gotta say, well, he go give me some letdowns. I mean, damn, fumbles. Oh my god! And then you know he would just be like, eh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you do? Shrug. <laughs> and then Joe Lombardi. I'm really interested to see how Joe Joe Lombardi does because he got hired by the Lions as OC a couple years ago. And, you know, he was like, he's like, I got Sean Payton's playbook. This is going to be the Saints offense and Saints offense with Matthew Stafford and Lance Moore. They signed Lance Moore. Lance Moore was like, man, Stafford throws the ball so fast. He was like, oh, man, it's just going to be Saints offense on steroids. And that shit was horrible. Got fired after a year and a half. You know Big trash. <laughs> Big trash. And it just goes to show, like, the Saints offense is not like about the playbook. Like, if it was just that, then everybody'd be running the Saints offense. Like, you know yes. what I'm saying? Like, it's not just plays written down and X's and O's and shit. Like, it's not that. It's one, it's, you know, it's the design, the game to game designs of uh, what Sean Payton just implements to attack a specific defense. Two, it's Drew Brees, you know, with impeccable accuracy and his in-depth knowledge of the entire playbook and the playbook outside the playbook that he sets up with him and his pass catchers that they do just based on the defense that they see that they're seeing it's not even just, written down anywhere just muscle memory you know, a, a freaking it's just a savant at quarterback and you know chemistry he has with his pass catchers like that's all it is and so it's like you know, you can't just copy and paste that on to Herbert, but I mean, at least he's working with the talented quarterback and it'll be interesting to see if he kind of learns some things from, you know, just in his second step with the Saints and, uh, you know, maybe design some nice little, you know, uh, route patterns and stuff like that for uh, Herbert and see if he can get a shine on. I'm a, I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan of Herbert. As somebody, like, you can go listen to the pods from last year. Was not a fan nope. at all. At no, all. none of us. Me, you, Patrick Claybond, Greg, like Greg, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. And so <laughs> it's like, so and now I'm a fan. Like I I, char- I rarely see Chargers games, but when they come on TV, I definitely watch it, man. I want to see the little dude ball out. Uh as far as like around the league, I don't know, man. Like nothing really been going on. I've been kind of just keeping track of like, you know, the division, you know, Tampa, you know, it brought back Gronk. It looks like Tap is just gonna be like, you know, let's just run it back. Reboot this sucker and try to run it back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I, I just saw a tweet earlier that they were like one of the least injured teams last year. Just kind of lucky, just lucky motherfuckers. Just, just Tom Brady. Just, Tom Brady, bro. You know what it is. Like, like damn, Drew, bro. All those, all that praising you do a goal, you can't get. You know what I'm saying? Like, get them to look out for us, man. Like, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't retire just one year before Drew. Just, just one, bro. Just one. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so we'll see. You know, it's gonna be rough for them. Falcons, I've been kind of. I, I thought they might. I don't know, man. They they've been signing old players. I don't know, like Falcons. I. I mean, I, I'm I, not. 
as long as Arthur Smith is the head coach, like I, I can't take him seriously, bro. Like Arthur I can't. Smith, man, you signed Arthur Smith. I can't look at him and be like, like it would be like if Pete Carmichael became a head coach, bro. Like who, like who you, who you? Okay, all right, Arthur. Sure. There are a lot of Panthers. I don't know what they're doing. So I'd say you know, just from that standpoint, you know, we'll see what the Saints do. But you know, it's not like. The defense, the, the 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 division is looking like insurmountable right now. We'll see what Carolina does. They, you know, they were in a Deshaun Watson mix. Oh yeah, they um, were they, they were all in that bitch. <laughs> they were all in it. We said they work out. They really want a quarterback, so you know they could draft. They could move up in the draft, try to get somebody. Maybe they'll get a Mac Jones or you know who knows. But uh, no, no, we'll see, man. Just, just you know, taking it easy. It's this chilling time, man. I mean, it really is, it, you know, it's a little interesting to see where, you know, former Saints have, are going, you know, big, big rank, went to the Jets. Um, big rank? <laughs> big rank, so disappointing. <laughs> I mean, I... I've I've said my my piece on on Sheldon Rankins as a player when he was. But you never like you never no. like you never like rank. Never nope. like rank. Nope. I like rank. I like rank, and I don't care. Like injuries aside, he was a fine player. Okay, started 2017, but the fact is, like injuries were part of the deal. Yeah, like, we, know, we didn't know that. It, was, it wasn't like he was like just some banged up player coming out of Louisville. Correct. You know that is that is that is true. That is true. That's I true. mean, 2017, when he broke his fibula, missed like the first six weeks, came off PUP, you know, played okay. He had a couple of sacks, but, you know, you can tell he was a rookie. Uh, 2017, eh, kind of a mess season. Played more of the kind of run-stuffer type role. Didn't yep. do much pass rush. Uh, 2018, breakout season, eight sacks. Almost getting like a sack every game. Constant pressure, his best season by far. But then he gets hurt uh NFC championship game or the divisional game. I can't remember. I think, it was a, I think it was a divisional game. Yeah, it was in the playoffs. He got hurt. Uh Achilles. Comes Maybe back 2019. Uh obviously working back from an injury. Showed some things, but then gets injured again. And then it's like has to shave down some part of his foot that's deformed or something. And then comes back last year. Not good. So, you know, obviously a disappointing pick due to injury. And, you know, injury is a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Just got to take it. But it, it was disappointing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but oh, I, was, yeah. I, just, I always wonder, like, if he didn't if he didn't get that Achilles injury uh, in 2018 and, you know, just was kind of able to keep ascending where he would be. Uh, yeah, man. Because he was he was looking like no, like a like a mini Geno Atkins, like in his prime. Like he yeah, was like just, a little mini Atkins. Yeah, yeah, he was on he was on the tear. Speaking of like Geno Atkins is also a free agent. <laughs> just just yeah. come from he, sort. He's what he's what 32? 32? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of those 2010, 2011 draft guys. Yeah. Um speaking speaking of players, draft picks, fifth year options, I don't know what the deadline is. I don't think it's I don't think it's coming up anytime soon. But the Saints got a decision to make on on Marcus Davenport, bro. I think it's May. I could be wrong, but I think okay. it's May where they have to have that decision. I can look it up, but yeah, I, I, it's that—that's a huge decision. 
I don't see him doing it. Like not, not with it, like not with not with how the CBA has changed it, where it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. May Hell you're right. No. Yeah, May third. Okay, May third. Yeah, uh, if they did it, it's purely based off of I don't want to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I don't want to look wrong on this trade. So that's the only reason they'll do it. But like, just based off of <clears throat> availability and play, like hell no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I'll let him play this season out as a contract year. If he balls out, you know, hey, then we, you know, maybe a franchise tag or we'll figure it out. But you know, basically, you know, fucking, you know, with the way they, I mean, this year looks bad as cap. Next year, even if the cap increases like 20, 30 million, man, our cap situation is bad. And I'm saying as somebody who like doesn't give a fuck about the cap. I know Saints cap economics very well, but we got like 30 players under contract next year, total. And like Ooh. there's no way to there's no way to get from under any of them. Like it's like you cut anybody, it's, it's dead money central. Yeah, because they 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 pushed it so far in the, in the future already. Right. And now and, 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 and now, now and now the future and, is like the future is now, meaning next right, year. Right. And the total of those 30 players equals about 180 million. Woo! So it's like, <laughs> so even Woo! if the cap went up to like 210, like you still have to f- first fill your roster. So you're talking about 30 players, you need to sign 90 <laughs> players going into camp, you know, <laughs> out. it's, bro, it's <laughs> next year gonna be crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what the fuck gonna happen, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, that day was gonna come, man. Like, but they gotta hit this draft. Like this draft, we'll get to the draft at some point on the podcast. As far as like you know, really breaking down players. I know we've been slacking, trying to get Tony Pauline on, and I actually send him, send him an email this morning. Hopefully, he oh. gets us back. Yeah, but we we gonna dig into this draft. But this draft, like Ooh, they need, rough. like how many picks we got? Was six, seven, eight, something like that? Oh, we didn't even talk about like we 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 only getting one one pick taken from us next year. Hey, old yeah. six round next year. Oh, that little, that little jig. <laughs> Take that shit. <laughs> Take that shit. But uh, yeah. So you know they gonna have to hit, man. Like they gonna they gonna need to come out with good like four Ooh. quality picks. Like I'm not wow. saying like. I mean I, that's I just say I make that sound on one hand. Well, they have three third rounders. Like they. It's like first round, second round, and three third rounders. Like you gotta hit on them, even if you trade, like take two third rounders, moved up to this, whatever. Uh-huh. You, they gotta hit on them because let's think about it. Have they really hit on three to four players in a draft since two thousand seventeen? No, no, <laughs> they, have, they have not. <laughs> I'm not man. Like and just look, look like look how 2017 just paid off for you though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. So if you could, it's hard to repeat that. Like, yeah, it's, if it's you could get a little closer to that, man. That like if you just split the baby and like go hit on half of the players you hit in, in 2017 with this draft, yeah. you're kind of regardless of what it. it now here, here's the caveat to that. Here's where things get really big right so let's say that so let's say we're saying three or four picks right 
let's say that one of those players, you know, they, they maneuver around and they trade up and they draft a Mac Jones, they draft a Trey Lance. Cause I think mm, maybe Justin Fields slip, but I don't think he's going to slip that much. So I'm going to potentially just throw them out there. Mac Jones, Trey Lance. If you draft one of them and you hit on one of them, that completely, completely changes yeah. everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. That changes everything, you know, because you, you know, you, you, you buy yourself a lot of times, you know. And, you know, I mean, that, that'll just be the perfect, you know, perfect scenario. And, I mean, Mac, Mac Jones, boy, Mac coaches are going to love. He said, I'm going to work out and throw at both Alabama pro days. Do you know both how many, do you know how many coaches, like, that's like, a, you just, you just That's know. a pro right there. That's a pro player. That guy cares about football. <laughs> just, just hear it, man. Get this here, bro. Oh, um, the Patriots are going to say, there's no way you get past the Patriots. Bro. I can't no see way. him, bro. Can't do it. it. It's can't, impossible. Can't see him getting past 15. I can't. If if he gets past Bill Belichick, I don't know if I want him. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck do Bill know? I mean, what does Bill, I mean, they're. I don't know. But, Bill ain't, yeah, Bill ain't the greatest drafter. That's what I'm bro. <laughs> I believe, if memory serves correctly, Bill could have had Lamar, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm just saying, bro. I don't know. Um, but I, I think you brought a, a great point in just saying how crucial this draft is. Like, you can't have a 2018 – well, First of all, that that even you traded future assets assets or whatever, but like you have, they have to hit on this draft. They have a numer they have numerous picks. I believe this is the draft they've had the most picks in probably since two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it's been um, a while, bro. And they they, they got to hit them on them. They have to hit on them, man. Like man, I, I don't want to hit no twenty twenty. Oh, we just have so many good players. You know, we just got to find players that come in and sit and learn. Nah, y'all need. Y'all need motherfucking, y'all need to reboot. I mean, not reboot, but y'all need to refill some spots, man. Like, they you need, need players. You need a potential linebacker next yes. to Demario. You need Ugh. a receiver. <laughs> you need a rock. Yeah. I mean, they just need to sign KJ Wright and just handle that. Like, uh, I don't want, uh, I, I don't want them dudes no drafted. I have no faith. I have no faith, man. Even linebackers, I liked. I mean, fucking, um, <laughs> What's my dude from Alabama a couple years ago? Ruben Foster? Ruben Foster. Like, I liked him, and we almost had him. Missed on him. Not missed on him, but, you know, got, you know, got jumped in front by San Francisco, which I was upset about. But he, he, he didn't turn out to be something. So I was like, I don't know, man. I like, I, I just, I don't even have faith in my evaluations anymore. Like, if they, if they pick him, I don't have faith in it. Like, I could love the guy, but if they pick it, I'm like, oh, I don't know. What, you like, what did I miss? But I just say like linebacker, wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, like put an edge rusher. Oh, you know, you don't lost talent or you don't lost depth at defensive tackle. Malcolm Jenkins ain't getting any any younger, bro. There's there's some spots to fill, bro. Yeah, man. Wide receiver. I mean, Jesus. 
You know, we can't even get to the like just wants like running back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like we talked about it in the earlier episode. Like, man, like if if they could just draft fucking Najee and just you know utilize the run game and it'd be Jameis or whoever. Like, I'll I don't like at this point Najee would be a luxury, bro. Like he, yeah, he's a luxury. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, this draft is gonna be in person, you know. Co- you know the 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 world's kind of looking up and shit. You know, restrictions are being eased up and more people are being being vaccinated. Shout out to Wolf getting getting first shot. What you said next week? Next week, baby. There, there you go. About to have about to have the whole crew of the hashtag Saints Twitter podcast vaccinating this bitch. Like, yeah. I mean, so. The draft's gonna be in person in Cleveland, um, April 29th. Like, like, why so fucking late? Like, I gotta wait like to the very end of April, though. Like, 29th. And then it's been weird, been no combine, com- no combine or nothing. We don't know. Like, bro's weird, but play like teams don't know, don't know times, they don't know weight heights. Yeah, like, like the whole shit. The whole thing, like today when Rondo Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. Like, I guess people, I guess, I guess like people assume or whatever thought he may have been like five, ten or something. Five, five seven. Five, seven, nigga. <laughs> five, seven. Like, that changes a lot, you know? Even though, <laughs> yes. like, us, like, like, we like to say, oh, tape is just all about the tape. But man, teams, they are, they live and die on that fucking shit. And yes. Like, you know? Because they could just be like, you know, maybe they have someone like Cynthia Freeland where like they put yeah. like put that, you know, that height into their equation and it splits out like, yo, like it like per this athletic profile, yeah. we shouldn't be drafting this player because he's too short. Right. Exactly. Like, yes, I, yeah. I'm I am a, like for sure like an 80 percent tape guy. But like yeah. that other 20 percent, like those numbers. They they matter, man. They matter. They do. They do, man. They do. I, you know. I think they matter. To, to, I feel like they matter to teams more than they than they matter to like draft Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's no question. I mean, you hear Sean Payton. He talks about it. He, like they 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 their spark spark score spark scores and metrics and all that shit, man. They love that shit, man. Like that that shit got Josh Josh Hill. Signed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably why they they signed Dan Arnold as a as a free agent. Oh, absolutely. That's without question. They use that shit. They use that shit for free agents easily. Easy. Because I mean, if you think about it, with free agents, like you know, what do you got to lose? So you're just looking at athletic profiles and what can give me some upside at some point. So they love using that shit. Uh, I'm be interested in uh, Devontae Smith because man, like 170, bruh. 170. Ugh. Ooh. But the dude is so fucking good at running routes, man. Like, that shit matters in the NFL. Like, those players that, college players that come out that can run legit routes. Yes. They usually succeed, man. They usually succeed. I don't care what the speed is and all that. And he has all that. So, it's like, ugh. Like, that, that, I'm just going to be interested to see how his career plays out because, like, everything I see tells me he's going to be a legitimate wide receiver, but. Man, that was 70, man. He could just be injured by week two. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough, man. And then I think the 
I guess the counter argument to that is like, you know, you let's say high, you know, obviously a corner can't play press on him like an entire game, right? You know, that's just, just not feasible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you put someone like Jalen Ramsey on him and they're just, just jam him up, bro. Just oh, he's over. <laughs> like, what, what, where, where are you going? Like, just so they're gonna put that one arm out, and it's just over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little little nigga, let me stay, stay, stay right there. <laughs> but yeah, it, there's some, there's for sure some interesting things. The Devonte Smith thing is interesting. I think Miami's kind of signaled that they're all in on Tua and mm. God, God bless them. <laughs> we, we gonna see, bro. Like if, if you give Tua, let's, let's say they give Tua Jamar Chase and Devonte Parker and they got, he got Mike Gusecki and maybe they add a running back at some point and he still can't get it done. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I said it. I said it last year when I, I was on Twitter and people was trying to argue with me. Like the whole, I get Tua was hurt, going whatever, but that curve was wrecked when Justin Herbert and before Joe Burrow got hurt was was balling. Like yeah, that that curve, like you can't like that excuse of like oh there's no OT. Like listen, same people, same people using the the argument. Talking about Caesar. Oh, LTAs playing out of position. Yeah. Rookies who can play, fucking play, and they play well. Like, right. That, that's just how, that's it. it. That's, that's it. <laughs> like, I, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the one to try to like write off a player like immediately, blah, blah. I, I get that. But it's also like something that we feel on this podcast. The, the team will think the team will think will tell you what they think of the player by what they do. I don't know that, and I know that the Patriots would do it. The whole fucking alternating series with offensive linemen, that was not normal. Like, let's be real, bro. No, no, no. That is not a normal as someone who played offensive line, that is not a normal fucking thing. Cause that tells you that they don't feel that the rookie was ready consistently every snap to snap exactly not normal about that shit not normal the fact that zach bond couldn't beat out and i mean i think their whole projection is Zach Bond, whatever but like even when uh quan alexander got hurt and anzalone was playing like they couldn't find snaps for for zach bond because anzalone ain't on the team no more right they could have they could have brought him back he's a free agent But Zach Bond couldn't bring out Anzalone at linebacker? I, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know, man. Just saying. I'll tell you what they're thinking right now. You know? That's it. So it goes back to your point that you made, and I, and I was going on a tangent about Tua, whatever, but it goes back to the point that you made. This draft, this they got, like you said, at least four players, I'd be happy with three. I'd be happy with three. If they could, if they could draft three players, one hopefully in the first round, because then you, you know, you get you get that extra year. But three players, I say, who are at the level—I'm not saying position, but the level of talent that they hit when they drafted CD Deuce. I think you would be super content. Yes. Like they don't got to be Ryan Ramchek, who is a yeah. top three at his day position. 
But they could be CD, and that's not like CD's like a top five slot cornerback. Like, yeah, man. Let's, like, which is a starter. That's which a starter. is a starter. And he he is, you know, he is a very valuable piece. Like, if they can find three players to add to the team, valuable that are young and rookies, they, they, they it's crucial. It's crucial, man. Would have been a CD, would have been a pro bowler if it wasn't for the stupid position stuff. Yes. That they do, you know, easily. But, easily. You know, that, you know, we, that's, that was a good one. At least we got, you know, that was a good draft pick. But, uh, it was. Yeah. Like, like you said, man, if, if they could get three, three to four players like that, just good players. I don't know how to describe it any different, but, you know, like, you know, a good player when you see one, like, just get three or four good players. That means so much, man. It's just unbelievable how much that means to a team. I think you said it. That's such a great statement, and uh, we'll start wrapping things up. You know a good player when you see one. At no point last year, as, as a fan who's watched a lot of football, Saints-related, not Saints-related, watched broke down a lot of prospects, at no point when I watched Zach Bond and Caesar did I, did I think, at, at least last year, were they good players. Like that, exactly. that was concerning. Now they could turn their careers around and yeah. they may ball out next up season. And as fans, like shit, I, what we, we hope they do, but as also being realistic fans and being realists at no point that I was, I watching in the games and it was like, that's a, his play is, is giving the saints a plus at that position. Right. Didn't see it. And obviously they didn't see it either or if they wouldn't have done the things that they did during the season. It's like you just see it, man. Like, look at Cam Jordan, for example, his first season, 2011. He had zero sacks that season. Maybe one, but I'm thinking it was zero. I think he maybe had one at the end of the regular season, one sack on Cam Newton. I could be tripping. But he didn't have any sacks. But I remember watching him, and I remember, like, just back in, like, Saints Report days, and people complain like, oh, Cam Jordan, is he a bust? I was like, no, you could watch Cam Jordan and you could tell he's good. Like, he's good. Like, no, he's not getting sex, but he's affecting the pocket. He's great against the run. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell he's, he, this is a, a quality player, but, you know, he needs to get better with pass rush or whatever. Or he needs to get used differently because, because uh, you know, Greg Williams had him, especially used him as just like a run-stopping right, right you know, left end or whatever. But, you know, you could see that he was a good player. So it's not so much about the stats and all that stuff. It's just the eye test, man. Like, you can just see if some guys yep. are playing well or not. It's like Ruiz and, and Zach. Well, I can't even say Zach Bond because you just barely saw him. I mean, <laughs> when he did get snaps, like, he made the tackle. Like, he, he's a sure tackler. I did see that. So I guess that's a good thing. But it's like, you just didn't see enough of Ruiz. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was bad. it was bad, bro. <laughs> Ooh, ooh. I don't know. So we'll see, bro. Like, you know, we've seen players get better over time, you know. So I don't know. We have um, but like we we wanted to to put something out this week because again, nothing's happening, but we wanted to give you guys an episode. Both Ryan and I are going on vacation like this upcoming weekend. Uh yes, much needed mini vacation for, for both of us. Um, you know, my, my, my homie going to go hit, hit Vegas. I'm going to Santa Barbara. I just, whoo, rah, we, we 
We both need it, bro. That's all. That's all I'm gonna we say. We need it, bro. We both need it. Like I need. I am, and I am a historical like workaholic. Like I'm a workaholic because I love my job. So like I have no issues usually. Like I can go and go get like a vacation. Like you know, take three days off. Maybe go to New Orleans for three, four days. Go back home, visit home, whatever. Like the biggest vacation I've done since. I started working was I went to Hawaii for almost like a week last two years ago mm-hmm. and my my body and just where I am with my job right now is telling me like you need a break um, yeah, bro. and that is something that uh, you know this is getting to a complete this is going to get into the uh philosophical podcast but like you gotta listen to your body <laughs> yeah, and I, my body like you need a break you need to just fucking decompress and relax and i'm going to do that this weekend I'm leaving on friday going to santa barbara I'm going to hit up the beach uh i've been in a weird fucking and i'm not even a, like i don't even like hitting up steakhouses but i've been in a mood like i want to go to a fucking steakhouse so yes me the fam uh my, my daughter who just recently turned 11 on sunday like we going to hit up a steakhouse, be on the beach, just living life. You're going to be in Vegas, uh, having fun, much needed. So anyone to our, to our listeners, you know, for, you know, our, our show, we will be back next week. We just don't know when, but we'll be back. And hopefully next week we can, um, we can have a, a, a guest on. Yeah, Absolutely. But you know, hey, we need a break too, man. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. So um I did want to give uh a shout out to uh someone who gave a, a Patreon uh contribution. Um her name's Anya. Uh I re- we reached out to her via email because we trying to figure out like who this person was because the contribution was was very generous. Um and she basically said like She's not even a football fan. She's not a Saints fan. She just really saw that me as a social worker was having a bad day. And just, you know, in regards to just what, what we deal with the social workers, she just felt, you know, in her heart to, to donate. So I know you don't, you'll never listen, probably listen to this podcast. I know you're not a football fan. You're not a Saints fan. Uh, but Miss Anya, we really appreciate it. Um, it's very thoughtful of you. And, and thank you for, for being so kind yeah. and so generous. Yeah, like I told you, man, shit like that, just like, man, it's like, man, humans, we gonna be all right. <laughs> Humanity ain't so bad, man. Like, you know, just the fact that people out there just care, you know, people care, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you they know, do. I, I love seeing that, especially for the work you do, you know? Yeah, I, and that, it was it was very sweet to see. So, anyway, uh, what, you know, it's, you know it's gonna fucking happen, right? Like, we gonna, we gonna go on vacation. Like, we both, we both leave on Friday. And you know, you know, <laughs> something's gonna happen, bro. <laughs> or we not oh, gonna be. Oh man, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. We got, we got not gonna be around really a computer. I'm not. I don't even plan on taking my laptop with me. Like some shit's gonna gonna fucking happen, and we not gonna even be able to record an episode. Practice. I'm calling it right I'm now. Gonna, I'm gonna be in a. I'm gonna be in the bathroom. We're gonna be on the phone doing some so, phone zoom. So, something. 
don't even know how to record on the phone Zoom. Whatever, man. Well, well, I guess we'll figure it out. But I can, I can just fucking feel it. But anyway, as always, if if that were to happen, which I'm predicting it's going to fucking happen, we'll figure out a way to cover it and get it out to the people. Um, but thanks everyone for your support. Um, the the number of masks are almost completely out. I think. I think we may have like what like a couple left. Um, just a couple. Just a couple. So um, if you know, we gotta kind of see what the demand is. We need to potentially reach out to Nola Hat Plug to see if we need to order another batch. Um, I've been looking at some things like in terms of um, like coffee cups and some shit that like looks really cool. But we gotta like copyright shit and you gotta be very mindful of that or else the NFL waves their fucking finger at you or third-party companies won't do it because they feel like they're potentially going to get in trouble for, for violating copyright. So anyway, on that side, uh, thanks for all our listeners. Thanks for all support. We'll be back next week uh, with the episode, hopefully with, with a guest. Um, I know either Anusha is willing to come on the show because she's dropping an article um, at the LA Times tomorrow um, or potentially someone else. So uh we, we keep you guys informed. We keep giving you guys content. So thanks for being along for the ride. Everyone who voted for Ryan, appreciate the love. Repping. Much love. Uh, repping bargain band Rick Ross, Ricky Rose in, in this bitch. <laughs> uh, but it, it was fun. It, it was fun. It kept, kept us entertained. Um, with that, we can get out, get out of here. We're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.